Hello everyone, welcome to Behind the Scenes in Health podcast. This podcast is a show where we are focused on finding out what happens behind the scenes in the healthcare industry. We focus on Nigeria, Africa and the diaspora. A lot of persons do not have an idea of the sheer grit and determination that goes on with building healthcare, starting from training in school to building healthcare businesses. My name is Ronald Kelechi, we are popularly known as Dr. Ron. I am a medical doctor with a postgraduate degree in clinical anatomy. I'm currently pursuing another in health informatics. I'm interested in healthcare technologies, innovation, informatics, and health content creation. By the side, I run MRI Medic, a company focused on helping healthcare companies tell their brand stories. Join me on the show as I interview and have chats with experts across the healthcare space including players in health technology, seasoned clinicians, finance experts, and healthcare professionals who have veered off the practice. It is my hope that with this podcast, we will shed light on some of these gray areas and hopefully inspire the next generation of healthcare professionals, one conversation at a time. On today's episode, I'll be talking about reasons for job rejection. Rejection, probably during the interview process or after the interview, it's not a new thing, but it can become quite problematic when it's it's becoming consistent and um, unbearable. So I'll be sharing with you some of the top 10 reasons why a lot of persons are not offered jobs or rejected. So sit back and enjoy the episode. What's up guys welcome to another episode of the show behind the scenes in health with dr ron and if you're new to this channel my name is dr ron and i talk about everything in healthcare. sometimes i do interviews with doctors nurses students you know i just do interesting stuff that you find useful and impactful so if that's the kind of content you signed up for you're in the right space so just hit the subscribe button so today's episode i'm going to be talking about several reasons why you didn't get the job or you're not offered the job and this comes up from the backdrop of a discussion i was having with a colleague um, last week where he was complaining about not being offered the role a lot of rejections and all of that so i tried to put him through some of the reasons why <clears throat> he would have been rejected uh in those offers and all of that so if this is something you want to hear you might just want to stick around to the end of this video uh so we're sharing some of those reasons why so quickly into the conversation the first reason is uh company culture mismatch now during an interview you're being assessed if you're able to fit into the company culture now different organizations have different types of company culture right so that's another conversation for another day but it exists and they are assessing you to see if you're gonna fit and if it's obvious maybe your values don't align with theirs and all of that then likely they might not want to get you on board so that's one reason another reason is highly co-competitive um highly competitive co-applicants right so that you're applying for a job means several other persons are also applying for the same job a lot of persons might be able to pack in more years of experience or people packing more certifications or qualifications and all of that so because uh every job has a qualification criteria so for instance, a job might be requiring uh, five years experience, somebody packs in eight years of experience, they might likely look at that person than you 
who's just out of university or just maybe one or two years of experience so you always have to bear that in mind that people who might be more qualified than you are are also applying for that same job role and the third one is lateness to interview i mean in this age and time some people are still coming late for interviews you live in lagos you live on the mainland you have an interview on the island and you're leaving your house by maybe 7 30 8 i mean yeah we understand the whole traffic madness but you need to plan you need to leave early because that doesn't say well about you i mean even though your interviewers might be smiling at you in the interview what happened and all of that but trust me it's a red flag and you might not likely be hired this also applies for people who are going for online interviews i mean you you have a zoom call or a teams call by 12 p.m or 10 a.m and that is the time you want to log into the app to check uh, if you can connect. No, you should have done all of those connectivity tests, you know, logging like 20 minutes before time just to make sure all of that is working. And if you're using a modem, you need to advise, have an extra. If you're using MTN, we keep SpectraNet by the side or SpectraNet, you keep MTN by the side just to avoid any technical uh, glitches so that you don't sign in late and start telling them you have technical issues and all of that. It doesn't sound cool for an employer to hear that. So lateness to interviews is another factor that makes uh, or facilitates rejection. Then the next one is body language. During an interview, apart from the things you're saying or the answers to the questions you're being asked, they're also looking at your body language and it's easy to notice if you're really passionate about the job or if you're really interested or enthusiastic about working with that company or working for that company. So if your body language is different from what's coming out from your mouth, they'll definitely know and likely they might not um, give you the job, right? Then social media posts. Now in this agent, uh, agent time, a lot of companies are beginning to, I mean, look at your social media profile. I've seen uh, job ads that probably require you to king your Twitter handle and all of that. Or well, I mean, without them even asking, they just run your name and you know, the internet never lies. They find you, they see the kind of things you're doing and all of that. So that's why I tell a couple of friends, I mean, like my people in the healthcare space, try and keep your timeline sane. Or I mean, don't use that five minutes of clout to, you know, spoil a lifetime of opportunities and all of that so keep your social media posts very very sane and the next one is email communication now this has happened to me several times i've missed a lot of job offers opportunities because i failed to check my email when i even say check emails i mean also checking your junk or your spam email apart from the primary inbox sometimes some of those offers drop in there so what happens is by the time you see it, it's already late and they're probably giving the job to someone else. So you need to be on the top of your game. I check my email every morning, both the primary inbox, both the junk mail to make sure I've not missed anything. And it's even more important if you're actively looking for a job, then you, you cannot afford to be slacking in checking your emails. So that has to be your number one priority every day. So email communications, then failure to comply with simple instructions is another factor that probably lead to rejection. Uh, yeah, I've seen interviews where they say, come and do a one page uh, PowerPoint presentation 
and you arrive with a, a five-page PowerPoint, you know, trying to impress. I mean, mm -mm. there's a reason why they said do one page for us. Or they say you want a 10-minute presentation or a 15-minute presentation, and you're doing a 30 minutes. Fine, they might allow you to finish your presentation, but I think in that part of the checklist, you've already failed it. So that's why it's important to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse before the interview so that you're able to hit the 10 minute mark or maybe eight or nine minutes mark, you know, so that you don't run short of uh, or run foul of the instructions that they've given to you. Then the next one is that uh, qualification mismatch. Your qualifications don't match for the role. Now, I know a lot of persons who, who try for some roles even when they're not qualified to do those roles, right? So, I mean, from the outset, they check if you're qualified, you know, we're looking for a project manager who has Prince2 practitioner and you don't even have Prince2 foundation, talk less of practitioner, and you applied for the role. They might likely, you know, weed you out of the whole process. But that notwithstanding, too, again, for those who um, work abroad, uh, there's usually an emphasis in your supporting statement. So if you're able to sell yourself with a very strong and well-packaged supporting statement. So that could also suffice too, because in some ads, you will see uh, maybe Prince 2 certification or equivalent. So that equivalent is usually talking about your experience, probably managing projects or something. So if you're able to say, look, even though I don't have this paper, I can do the job, then that gives you um, an opportunity to get the role. Otherwise, if you don't qualify, they just bounce you. Then uh, another one is late applications. So once you see a job ad, please don't delay. Try to put in your application as fast as possible because, I mean, a lot of people apply for jobs. So if I put out an ad now and I get 500 applications, that's a whole lot to go through, right? So recruiters might say, okay, we'll cut it at the 100 person so we'll review the first hundred if we don't find what we're looking for we can now expand and if you don't fall into that hundred automatically you don't get scheduled right so yeah that's it and the uh, the last one is um you are not prepared for the interview before you go Tariq prepare very well for your interview uh because that's um the part a lot of people miss uh you don't do your research you don't um, read about the company uh you don't read about the job description you don't even know what you're supposed to be doing in the company and all of that so you need to do your research well because they will find out if you prepared or not you know case in point uh, i know somebody was telling me that um most of the questions she was asked were actually the answers were on the website and she didn't check the website and automatically she didn't get the answers and she didn't get the job right so always do your research before you go for the interview so these are the top factors or top 10 factors that might be the reason for your rejection so every time you're applying for a job you might want to Put these uh, factors in mind and try to plug in mitigating uh, 
you know, steps to avoid getting into troubles like this, right? So if there's one I've missed, you can pop it in the comment section and uh, yeah. So let's see how it goes. That's it on today's episode. I'll see you next week in another episode. Bye for now.